and welcome to Noah's Window. This week of Thanksgiving, we're focusing on being thankful and what we're thankful for. And we've had the post up on our Facebook uh, Noah's Window group page, and so many of you have taken the time to sit down and, and post a comment about what you're thankful for. Thank you for doing that. It's such a blessing. Uh, of course, it's a blessing to Mark and myself, but to everyone who shares that. It's, it's just an encouragement to our hearts. So, I know each and every one of us has specific things that we're thankful for. We're going to focus this week on some some specific things that are universal for Christ followers that we can all stop and give appreciation and thanks for. Um, today we're going to go back to Psalm 116 where we started last week. And we're going to jump in at verse 9. And I hope you'll go grab that chapter and read it. And because verse 9 starts off with a phrase, and so... And whenever you have a, a sentence that starts with and so, you can imagine there's something before that that you need to go take into its context. So I hope you go grab your Bible and, and turn to Psalm 116 and read this whole passage. So let's read verse 9. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. God's presence is so incredibly important and comforting, I believe, for us as believers to know He's present with us. You know, um, what seems to be a reality isn't always a reality because I, th I think a lot of times when we think about God, we think about the Creator God who's busy off holding the universe together and answering this long queue of uh, concerns and, and dealing with judging things and however we have a perception of where God is as we're living our life. But the truth of the matter is He really is very close to us. Now, um, in Psalm 116, he's, the psalmist is telling us that we're walking or we're living in the Lord's presence. And if you go over to the New Testament in Acts chapter 2, Peter's preaching a sermon and he quotes uh, David from Psalm 16. And Peter quotes David in Acts 2.25 and he says, King David said this about him, I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. Now, here's another verse that maybe all of you are familiar with. I know I memorized this as a kid, and I, and I memorized it in the King James. So in Matthew 28, um, the Lord said, Lo, I'm with you always, uh, even to the end of the age. And uh, I would encourage you to go read that one, because that was, a, that was a commission to the disciples among whom we are to this day. And we're still under the same commission. But I would challenge you to go look at that. And then Mark even referred to this one this weekend, Psalm 23, 4. In that valley of the shadow of death, you're close beside me, the Bible tells us. So here's the thing. It, it's important um, to have God's presence for many reasons. But let's just talk about what it means to have someone with you. Because um, how many times have we been through something um, and, and we want to describe it to someone, but we want to say, but you, it's so hard to describe you had to be there. That's what's so important because the Lord is there. So we don't have to try to explain our feelings, our, our, our experience, because not only are we able to talk to him about it, but he's actually there with us. You know, when someone's with us, they see what we see. They hear what we hear. And in this case, they even feel what we feel. So we have an understanding because of God's presence that goes beyond even your closest friend your closest family member, even your spouse. God's presence is so intimate in you that it transcends any other relationship. And to me, that brings a great comfort to know 
he's present with me. Um, I was going to tell you, I was, as I was doing research, and, and this is a practice, and we'll talk about this more as we get into our Bible study in this next year, but um, one of the things we always do when we're studying a particular topic or a particular person or situation in the Scriptures to find different references nowadays, it's real easy to go on the uh, Internet, and it's, there's some great tools there just to help you narrow down where the scriptures referring to different things and you can even look at different translations it's a great tool so as i was preparing this little devotional i was looking about the lord beside us and i found some great passages but you know what was even better than that is the holy spirit in us and as i did that research i found three particular verses i wanted to share with you today so let's start with colossians 127 so again the book of colossians is um, a letter that paul wrote to the church at Colossae, or however you want to pronounce that. But um, but in 127, Paul says, oh, and this is so good. Now, remember the, the church, this is in a Gentile, uh, this is a Gentile church. They're not a Jewish church. It's a Gentile church. So this he's explaining to them about their being included in this great salvation that God has provided. And so I'm going to jump in in verse 27 where he said, For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles, uh, for you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Oh, I love this phrase. Like, do your ears perk up when you hear that? This is a secret. This is a secret. Christ lives in you. He lives in you. He's not just beside you, as David said. Christ lives in you. And this gives you assurance of sharing his glory. So, um, there's one, but let's look over in the book of 1 John. In 1 John, we have uh, letters that John the Apostle wrote, and there's three short letters. So 1 John 2, 27. Um, I'm writing these things to you to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But then he goes on to say, this is verse 27, but you've received the Holy Spirit, and he lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what he teaches is true. It's not a lie. Okay, so again, he reiterates what we've already been told. The Holy Spirit lives within us. And let's flip over to um, chapter 4, verse 4, where John again says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You've already won a victory over those people because the Spirit lives in you. The Spirit who lives in you is greater than the Spirit who lives in the world. So, okay, isn't that something to be thankful for today? We have God's presence, not just beside us but in us, hearing what we hear, seeing what we see, feeling what we feel. We don't have to explain those things to him because he's right there with us and he can speak to us. He can guide us. Um, he can preserve us in difficulties. He can give us wisdom. The Holy Spirit living in us is a wonderful blessing that we can be thankful for and I hope that blesses your heart today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, thank you so much for loving us so much that you not only died for us, and provided forgiveness, that you not only provided an eternity we can look forward to, but you also provided your presence in us while we're walking through this life, while each day we're facing new challenges and difficulties, while we're rejoicing over new victories and things that we're seeing you do in our lives and the lives of others. Thank you, Father, for your presence that's with us 24-7. And what a joy that is um, to even remember to be aware of help us to remember each and every day that you are in us and with us um, for every minute of our day 
And we thank you for that, Father. For everyone who's watching or listening to Noah's Window this morning, I just pray that you would bless their lives, that you would intervene and bring healing and comfort and provision, that you would even bring a spirit of joy to those of us who um, maybe feel surrounded by difficulties and challenges. Maybe there's some relationships, Father, that are going to be a particular challenge during these holidays. And I just pray that you would intervene, Father. Help us to represent you well and help us to rely on the Holy Spirit within us to direct us through these these days that we can represent you well. And then at the end of those days, we can put our head on our pillow knowing that um, you helped us through and that we represented you well. For all the things you have done and are doing or going to do, we thank you, Father. We do look forward to your coming to set up your kingdom. We are so anxious for that day to come. But in the meantime, Father, please help us to be um, good ambassadors. Help us to represent you well to those within our own family and to the world. And we're going to thank you for all that you will use us to do and give you all the glory and honor. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about another thing that we can all be thankful for as we continue this week of Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. God bless.